Hi there, and welcome to the Future of Influence podcast. Here we discuss the power of influence, leadership, overcoming challenges, and more. They call me King Raj Singh, creator of the Future of Influence podcast. Stay on after the show, and we'll share how you can be the next guest on one of the fastest-growing podcasts in our industry. With that, here we go. Welcome to the Future of Influence podcast. I'm your host, Sandy Fowler, and today I'm chatting with Veronica Romney. Veronica is the founder of My Modern Brand and can be found online at mymodernbrand.com. Veronica, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Sandy. Thank you for having me. So Veronica, tell us a little bit about My Modern Brand. What does your company do? Yeah, so I mean... In the most simplistic form, I'm an online marketer. However, what I think that I bring to the table or that I feel is like, I guess, of all the superpowers I possess is I get things done and I execute at a very high level and a very high capacity. And what I have noticed in navigating this online business world, online marketing world in particular, is that there's a massive gap in really, really deserving and lovely entrepreneurs who have dreams to support their families and their staff but they're struggling between bridging this gap between their ideas and the actual bank accounts that can then support the family and the staff and the family staffs. Right. And so I really help people basically hatch an idea, but doing it in a way with like actual guardrails and in a way that can be sold that can actually fill up the bank account that can fulfill the dreams that they have. So what you talked about in general, Mm -hmm entrepreneurs who have ideas. Mm -hmm. Can you tell me more about Mm -hmm. who that is Mm -hmm. and what, what it is that really drives them? Yeah. So it's, it's a fair question because it's like, okay, entrepreneurs is extremely broad, right? But truly somebody that has the aspiration to make money, theoretically also like the prospect of making money from home to be able to create a lifestyle that is convenient for them them, themselves, their family, especially women, if they have children at home, right. To get into this kind of online economy, they have ideas, they have corporate experience. They might have side hustles. They might be selling things online or serving people in their local zip code, but the prospect of selling to anyone anywhere online is so appealing and lucrative. And yet they have no idea how to tap the well. So they have an idea. I have an idea for a course. I have an idea for a product. I have an idea for a group coaching program. I have a concept. I don't know how to bring that to pass. I don't know how to get that in a place where I can name it, where I can dress it with the right words, that it can sell, you know, or solve the right problems for the right person. That is my person. Like they don't know the mechanics to bring the idea to the online space that it can be seen for what it is. So as you're helping them with this, mm-hmm. is this, what's it like for you is what I'm, I'm wondering. As you were talking, I was just kind of wondering what that process is like for mm-hmm. Veronica, taking yeah. someone and helping them bring their dream to reality. Yeah. So here's what I've learned about, again, being in this space for quite some time and working with some big name brands is that when our customers are left to their own devices it's very difficult for us to overcome the negative self-talk. It's very difficult for us to take what we learn and put it into practice. So let's say we, you know, if you find yourself as a person who's purchased tons and tons of online courses, and yet you have, you feel like you have nothing to show for, you're not happy with your progress. There's a good, good chance that this is not number one, your fault. And number two, it's because there was nobody next to you to actually read the label of your jar. 
And unfortunately, when we are in creation mode, we are so far into our jar, into our own ideas, into our own concepts that it's physically, actually physically impossible to ever view ourselves objectively to say, okay, that's a good idea, or that's a good name, or that's a good formula or a good framework, because we're in the jar and we're trying to read our label through the jar. We can't. So I have come to this belief now at this point in my career that like online courses can only take you so far. Passive learning can only take you so far before what you really need and what has always helped me is actually to find a label reader who can tell me what the label reads because it might not be what I think it's reading. And that's what's happening a lot. Okay. So expand on this idea of a label and a label reader. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So when you join the online space, it's a good chance that you yourself are both brand and business. The business built is built off your brand. That's why we have the Tony Robbins and the Rachel Hollis's and the Oprah's and the Ellen's like the face becomes the entity in a lot of ways. Right? So what side of you do you share with the world? What do you want to be known for? Are you, you know, the personal development guru? Are you the high performance habits coach? Like how do you label yourself and therefore the extension, which is the business services that you render off the name. And a lot of people really struggle. Like I can't tell you how many times I have conversations about like, what should my social handle be? What should the name of my company be? How do I name the product? Like, what should I name my LLC? Should the LLC be different than the name of the product? Like I know those seems that seems basic, but it's not. It's it's you're asking someone to read you, or you know, you're asking the opinion of the marketplace. What should the label read? How can I differentiate that I'm not like everybody else that claims to be an online marketer or everybody else that claims to be a coach that helps struggling moms? That's where people fall apart, is because they feel like I'm not original enough, I'm not popular enough, I don't have the following to validate this. How do I break through? That's why you hear a lot of like breaking through the noise. Basically, what you're saying is, how do I present myself and my label on a shelf of 5,000 wine bottles? How can my label and my wine be seen? All right. So you are helping other people to create their business. Create their labels. Yeah. Create their labels. Yeah. You had to create yours and build and scale yours first. Mm -hmm. So tell us maybe some of your top challenges going through that process. (laughs) <laughs> no, no matter how long I've been a marketer and how proficient I am or how many campaigns I've run or how big of you know brands that I've worked for, I too am physically in- incapable of reading my own label through my own jar. This is a problem that is universal for everyone, regardless of your you know, education and proficiency. So this has been a journey for me too, because when I'm the director of something, something, or I'm the chief of staff for somebody, my label is given to me by the organization that I work for. I am chief of staff for so-and-so. I am director of marketing suite products for so-and-so. When you become an entrepreneur, what do you put on your business card? Do you say, I'm the founder, I'm the president, I'm the CEO? Like it, it causes like an instant, you know, a crisis of some kind when you make that jump. You're like, oh my goodness, I am, the, I am in control of my destiny. I am in control of my titles and my labels. And so I too have had this struggle And what I have come to realize after fumbling around that I, as much as I try to control the narrative, I let, I let the people tell me what my label was. And so what I started to notice is people would call me things like, um, you're so good at execution. You're the queen of execution. I never pointed myself that thing, but they said, you're the queen of execution. Or I had a client once say like, when I get into the, the mode of like, I can be sweet when teaching, but then when I hear you and you know struggling, then Beyonce comes out. 
I'm like, I've never, like that was appointed to me by a customer or client, a student of mine at workshop was like, yeah, when you get in that zone and you're like, yeah, you go girl. It's like Beyonce comes out. Like I stopped trying so desperately to like control the narrative as opposed to letting my clients or my students tell me what it is that they loved about my style or what I was doing for them or the gifts that I had to give. And what I've come now, fast forward a couple of years, you know, Veronica is a queen of execution. Veronica has two personalities. She has Veronica who teaches and Beyonce, who is the loving Latina kick in the pants that everybody needs. Veronica is both marketing, but also an integrator. I'm a marketing integrator where I'm both the art and the science of the marketing world where I can bring an idea to pass. That has come through time. So it's interesting. It sounds like what you did is you let your clients influence your label. Yeah, absolutely. And that came about because they're telling you how you have influenced them, them and their business. Correct. How I've served them, how I help them achieve their goals. Cause, and, and that's, that's my belief. This is my soapbox. Like I feel like my success comes from helping others succeed. And so as opposed to like, I'm successful because, well, who said, what, who appointed me that platitude or that trophy for anything versus Veronica, you helped me achieve this and you did it through this means. I come to you for this. And I tell all my friends that if they want to have somebody help them execute, go talk to Veronica. Like, listen to how people recommend you to their friends. That's how your label is being communicated. So as you have built your business, you've grown your own influence. How do you use your influence? Oh, we all have time. Like, do you have enough time? for No, it's just... Influence is, is especially, let's say, the influencer world as a whole, right? It, influence at its core is a lovely concept to influence others by, by leading by example, by exemplifying through hard work. Like even when I was, you know, as a director or a chief, like I always, you know, the ethos that I would go by is like, I will never ask my team members to do something that I'm unwilling to do. I'm not willing to sell anybody something that I haven't yet achieved on my own. So if I tell you that I've built a signature program times 5,000, it's because I built a signature pro- you know, I'm not just going to help you do something because I studied it versus doing it. But I have wrestled with this. How can you be in the influencer world, but not of the influencer world? How can you be a genuine contributor of said influence as opposed to playing the game that sometimes is required? to play and to be seen in the influencer world. And this is something that I wrestle with for sure to maintain um, your genuine nature and not, you know, uh, appease the game and not be the gladiator in the arena. That's like, are you not entertained by my reel? Are you not entertained by my IGTV? Like, and that, that is something that those of us with like the sincerest hearts we do, we have to navigate to, to have influence, but not to do so in a gamey way, but in a genuine way. I appreciate that thought. And it makes me wonder then, as you move forward, Mm -hmm. your influence will grow. Do you have plans for growing that influence? So here's where I've come to. Again, if you look back at my history, I've I've worked with the big names, the Tony Robbins, the Dean Graziosis, the the Pete Vargas's, the boss babes. Like I've worked with big, said big names in the influence world. And what I've come to realize just in myself, this is for Veronica's, for me, is I don't, I no longer um, aspire to be that size. What I aspire 
be is to be the Italian restaurant that only the locals know about. And there's always a line out the door Friday and Saturday nights. And you know about this because it's like that beautiful, authentic word of mouth that like everybody wants to come. That's what I aspire to be. I aspire to actually contain the reach and like the size of my influence and just to serve those that I love the most where there's a line out the door every Friday and Saturday night. That's the kind of brand that I aspire to be at this stage. And it's beautiful. It sounds like you you want to really be part of the process of helping your clients. And, mm-hmm. and when you become a big name influencer, you lose a lot of that. The gap is great. Yes. The gap, the, the gap between where you sit on the 25th floor versus the first floor where your customers or your clients or your students are. And for me, again, I've now seen organizations, both corporate organizations and influencers, you know, companies. And I, at this stage for me, myself, and I desire to know, to go no higher than the fourth floor, if that makes any sense. That does. So if we're looking for you online, Veronica, Mm -hmm. where would we find you? Yes. My website's mymodernbrand.com, but on social media, I'm everywhere at V Romney. So you can find me on LinkedIn, on Instagram and Facebook, but it's all V Romney. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much, Veronica, for spending time with us and giving us a peek inside my modern brand and also a peek inside of Veronica and her business sense. Thank you, Sandy. Appreciate it. Thanks for listening to the Future of Influence podcast. If you're interested in sharing your story by being a guest on our show, please visit https colon slash slash kingrajsingh.com slash podcast slash apply to apply. And if you liked what you heard, please also visit and follow us on all social media. Please subscribe to our show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Once again, they call me King Raj Singh, and thanks again for listening to the Future of Influence podcast. Tune in next time.